Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Almost felt like Easter out there, didn't it? Well, if you looked in the bulletin today, you will see that our topics are Christmas cards and the shepherds. And with all due difference to Hallmark cards, we're gonna skip Christmas cards maybe till the end of this sermon and just talk a little about these shepherds. Now, I'd like to know how many of you were ever in a Sunday school Christmas program where you had to dress up as one of these biblical characters. Okay, almost everybody. You know, I started out at the age of six and a half, and I didn't bring the picture this morning, as a holly boy at Capitol Drive Lutheran Church in Milwaukee. And my buddy Mark Hackbarth and I had these costumes of tights and these kind of tunics and these little hats, and we carried this green streamer thing that was supposed to be holly up and down the aisle of the church while the congregation sang, deck the halls with boughs of holly. I don't ever want to see that picture again. But, <laughs> and you know how pictures and families are? They show up at the most inopportune times. Now, the hardest role to cast, really, in the manger scene is the shepherds. I mean, everybody wants to be Mary and Joseph don't they? And I mean, didn't it always work out that Mary and Joseph were the two most popular kids in the class? And it didn't hurt if they liked each other, because that gave all the other kids something to talk about. Now, being a wise man wasn't such a bad gig either. I mean, you got to wore pretty fancy robes, and you got a crown, and you got to give gifts to Jesus. Now, I have to admit, not many of the guys wanted to be angels, okay? It was something about the wings and those silver slippers that just didn't cut it. But the shepherds, the shepherds, they got to wear bathrobes. And they got to put towels over their heads, and maybe you gave them a staff. You remember? Who was it in Charlie Brown's Christmas? Linus. Linus was the shepherd. You know, the angels. The angels, they're in heaven. They sing glory to God and the shepherds. The shepherds are out in the field watching over the sheep. And you all know what sheep do at night. And they have their dogs out there also. It's just not, oh, let's tell the truth about the shepherds. The shepherds were stinky and raunchy, and nobody really wanted to be around them too much. That's why they kept them out. I bet there was not a PhD from Stanford in the bunch. That was the shepherds. But let's ask for a minute. These good old boys, what happened to them out in the field that night? What changed their lives? 
God broke into human history. It wasn't that God just came to say hi, you know, like you say hi to somebody standing across the street. God came and wove himself into the fabric of human life. He became just like you and me. And now let's ask the really hard question. Do we want that to happen to us? Do we want to have that close relationship with Jesus Christ? The one where we say, you know what, Christmas Day 2021, God broke anew into my life. Because, you know, a lot of people, and I'm not passing judgment, but it's kind of like God is something you keep in your back pocket in case you need him once in a while. The message is clear here, and the shepherds give it to us. God wants to have a personal relationship with each of us where we wake up every morning and we go to bed every night knowing we are a people in Christ Jesus. Now, the shepherds, this Luke 2 material, boy, we could have a lot of fun with this. I mean, the shepherds are out in the field, these good old boys, and they're doing whatever good old boys do out in the field. And the angels appear to them. Now, how do you really think that'd go over? The one shepherd looks at the other shepherd and goes, Shazam, what is that? And what do the angels say? Fear not. Fear not. God is with you. How many times this last year have you needed to hear that? You know, you go to the doctor and the doctor says, hey, you know, these tests don't look right. Let's run some more tests and see what's happened. Fear not. Fear not. Or a relationship breaks apart, or you can't find somebody to love, or you're worried about your grandkids. Fear not. A loved one dies. You know, after two years of COVID-19, what, 900,000 people are dead? That's a lot of fear not. Or you lose a good friend, somebody who's been your friend for 30 years, and all of a sudden, they shut you off. Fear not. Or you wake up and you know you're just not on your game. You don't feel right. The world seems a little off-center. Fear not. Because God has come into this world to be like us, to understand us, to love us, and care for us. Crazy thing about this Luke 2 material, you know, it's about 20 verses if you read all the way through it. We didn't do that. But three times in here, Luke mentions that Mary took the babe and wrapped him in a blanket and put him in this stable, cradle, manger, whatever you want to call it. Now, how did we used to describe that? We used to say, Mary wrapped that babe in swaddling clothes. Okay, you spot me out the door as you come out today if you know what swaddling clothes are. Okay, because a lot of Christendom doesn't. 
And so we don't use that language anymore. It's just the language that Mary wrapped that baby in a blanket. But Luke's taking you somewhere already with this. Because the same verb he uses in Luke 2 for the baby being wrapped in that blanket is the verb he's going to use some 20 chapters later when he talks about the body of Jesus being wrapped to be put in the tomb. And Luke wants to take you right there from manger, borrowed cradle, to borrowed tomb. And we know where the borrowed tomb comes from, don't we? It leads to Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Because that's why we celebrate Christmas today. It's because we already know the end of this story. This birth is so meaningful, so important, God breaking into our world, because this baby's going to die for you and for me. What's that line from a little town of Bethlehem? The hopes and fears of all the years, you know it, are met in thee tonight. How can that be? Only because this one holds our lives, has become part of us. God has sown Jesus Christ into our DNA that he cannot let us go. He can only call us his own. Martin Luther. Can you believe Martin Luther said something about Christmas? Martin Luther wrote, there are some of us who think to ourselves, if I had been there, how quick I would have been to help the baby. I would have washed this linen. How happy I would have been to go with the shepherds to see the Lord lying in the manger. Oh, yes, we would. We would say that because we know how great Christ is. But if we had really been there at that time, we would have done no better than the people of Bethlehem. Why don't we do it now? For we have Christ in our neighbor. Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so for us modern day shepherds today, you know, the kind of people who tend to be out tending the flocks and doing other things. That's us. We've got a story to tell today. A story that we know what it's like to be in the dark. We know what it's like to ask Jesus Christ to be the light of our lives. And that's a story worth telling other people. Now, those first Luke 2 shepherds, man, those dudes really do it. Why? They walk the walk, and they talk the talk, and they go out, and they tell everybody. You know what? You could hear them down at Deerberg's. You could hear them at the laundromat. You could hear them at the corner bar. They'd walk in, and they'd say, you wouldn't believe it. What we saw in Bethlehem. These know-nothing shepherds. We never hear from them again in Scripture. Luke 2's their big moment. 
but they get a little slice of history. Just a little slice where they take the place of God's angels, where the story is entrusted to them, and they proclaim that Christ has come. Those shepherds, they would always start off, you wouldn't believe what we heard and saw. But maybe us in the year 2021, maybe we'd say, yo, good friend, we believe right along with you. We believe with you, for unto us this day is born in the city of David a Savior, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. Now I ask for Christmas cards. Went through the ones I got and I found one I liked. It said, the wise men found God because they were willing to follow a star. The shepherds found God because their hearts were willing to seek from afar. And we can find God because he's willing to come to us where we are. Oh, and you ever noticed how many people write those nifty little poems and things for Christmas? You know, I can't do that. I don't have that talent, but I got one, and this was um, the last paragraph. It said, even though it might not sound this way, we have faced many challenges in 2021 every day. We have endured and found joy this year only because God's strength has taught us not to fear. We pray for many blessings and peace to come to you, remembering that God's will remains sovereign in 2022. I wish you a Merry Christmas. May all the blessings of the Christ child be with you. Amen. And now may God's peace Rule your hearts and minds as we go forth as his modern-day shepherds. Amen.